Welcome to the Model Made Podcast, the podcast for models by a model. Tune in for tips, tricks, and talks that will elevate you in your modeling journey. This podcast is possible thanks to Model University, which aims to educate and elevate models to their full potential and paycheck. Now, here's your host, internationally working, multi-agency represented, professional model and coach, Lola Shaw. Hey there, lovelies. It's Lola Shell, your model coach, confidant, and cheerleader back with another episode of the Model Made Podcast. For those of you who are new to the show, I am an internationally working, multi-agency represented professional model and coach. If you want to check out more inspiration on multiple other platforms, I do have some candid coaching going on on my YouTube channel. You can just youtube.com backslash Lola Shell. That's L-O-L-A-C-H-E-L. And then of course you can follow me on Instagram at L-O-L-A-C-H-E-L as well. I give daily tips and I have some lives going on there. So yeah, check it out. Have fun. Elevate yourself and educate yourself as a model with me. I would be so honored. All right. So let's get into today's episode. All right. So if you read the title, you have a pretty good idea of what it's going to be about. I'm going to touch on how to know if you should be getting paid as a model. Now, it's crazy because I know most of you guys are just like, the automatic answer is yes on every platform. Just like, if you're a model, you should be getting paid. But I am so sad to say that everybody has to pay their dues, okay? Not everybody can just be elegantly walking down the street and then next thing you know, an agent sees them plucks them off of the street and then you just run right into money as a model and not everybody is a child prodigy okay so for those of you out there that are making your way in this industry this is for you all right now granted your rate as a model is a completely different episode and I will totally link it once you know I have put it out but we're just going to like get through how you know without a shadow of a doubt you should be getting paid as a model. All right. So if everybody's ready, which I know you guys are, because that's why y'all listening to me, but <laughs> we're gonna get started. So it's really only three ways that I'm gonna go through to check, um, like a quality check of whether or not you should be getting paid as a model. Okay, and the reason I'm going to use only these three particular benchmarks is because it's the easiest way, y'all. It's three one and done. Well, not one and done because there's two others, but it's three points that if you can get through each of them and you can be like, well, yeah, I'm strong in that. I've got that going on and I've got that. Then the end result is that, yes, you should be getting paid without a shadow of a doubt. But if it's a lot of, um, well, I'm not sure if that qualifies and I don't really think it's official, then, you know, you probably have a little bit more um, time to invest in your craft before you start demanding wages. But then again, everybody's different. This is just my personal opinion and my professional opinion since I've been training models for years. So this is something that I give to a lot of the people that I coach. And you guys are going to hear it from the horse's mouth. All right. So what I want you to keep in mind with these three benchmarks is that they all fall under being able to show your worth as a model, okay? The reason that Naomi Campbell, at one point in her career, could literally say she's not getting out of bed for less than $10,000 is because she has proven her worth as a model. The reason Ducky Thought could charge thousands of dollars per hour to be shot as a model 
is because she proved her worth as a model. Okay. And now I know you guys are all thinking like, oh man, well, how do we know, you know, how can we prove ourselves as a model? How do we know that what we've done so far is valid enough to start charging? Well, that's where these three, you know, benchmarks come in. All right. We're going to go through them one at a time and I'm going to show you really in each scenario, why that's a benchmark and how you can make sure that it's going to be a yes. Okay. Cause I know not everybody listening to this, everybody's listening to it from different skill levels. So there might be somebody who was like fresh into modeling. This is the only modeling podcast they know of because it's the best <clears throat> Toot toot. that's me to my own horn y'all, but you're new fresh in the game and you just want to get as much information as you can without, you know, putting out any money yet. I understand, you know, we've all been there. Some of us, most of us. So this is your free content. This is your free game. And then I also know that I have some models who have been in this game time and time again, who are trying to just make sure that they're not crazy for charging what they're charging. This is for you too. All right. And everybody in between it, in case I didn't give you a cute little shout out. All right. So first way that you know you should be getting paid as a model is based on your portfolio and or your clients. Okay, now for all you models out there, young, old, new, seasoned, tall, short, skinny, thick, domestic to the states, international, wherever you are in your journey, if you are a model, you are going to have a portfolio. Your portfolio is like your model Bible. It is what gives clients insight into your story, what you can do, more more importantly, what you can do for them. Okay, and it gives them a nice understanding of how you may or may not fit into their campaign, their project, their video, X, Y, Z. Okay. Hey there, models. If you love what you are hearing so far, check out Model University. The best part is you can enroll for free. Sign up for your free model prerequisites, which includes model orientation with a list of free amenities at Model University, the free modeling 101 textbook, how to make your first $1,000 as a model, and the free online modeling 201 course for finding the money in your market. Check out the show notes below to enroll today. That's the easiest way to prove your worth as a model. And I know a lot of you guys are saying like, well, how can you tell, you know, based on a portfolio, what if you're just starting out, you only have test shots, you know, that's why I put clients in there, you know, because sometimes the portfolio, you're waiting on shots that you just took, you know, I, to this day, like, I always try to update my book once every six months. Some people advise like every three, but I'm always working. So I have a lot of work to fill in my portfolio as I grow, but like a strategic shoot for my portfolio about every six months. And I fill in the gaps of what I don't see in my book based on the type of model that I am. And I know some of you guys who are like troubleshooting right now. Oh, I don't know what type of model I want to be, or I don't know, you know, um, what I should have in my book. Don't worry. I got y'all covered in the comments. If I can leave comments in this podcast below, I will make some type of link so you guys can get all the information you need because I have laid it out in stone, honey, right for you. Okay. If you have any questions about how to get your start as a model, I have got you covered in that respect. But if your portfolio is being built at the moment, if you have clients, meaning you have people who have booked you for a shoot, whether that's paid, unpaid, a client is a client. Nobody has to know how little or how lot (laughs) you got for anything. If you work with them, you work with them. If you have pictures of that, you have pictures of that. That qualifies as showing your worth as a model. 
let's just randomly say um a good example is covergirl covergirl does this um i want to say it's like a sweepstakes but basically they sometimes put out posts and they're just like hey we're looking for some cover girls just everyday women you could be from any walk of life but we want to highlight some new women for our upcoming campaign if you just started out you might not have the portfolio but you might you know apply and let's just say for this whole situation you get it cool those photos from covergirl that is valid like salad okay you can literally take that to an agency and say look covergirl thought that i was worth investing in putting a spotlight on really tapping into my potential i have now done a professional shoot with a top name client there are some models who can't get cover girl, okay? I will eventually get cover girl, you know, if they cut the check, you know, and I'm in the right place, right time, and I'm the brand that I aspire to be. It will happen, okay? But for the sake of this example, that client has more weight than probably if you're just starting out, most of your portfolio combined. And that's why I feel like the first tier is really portfolio and clients. Because every every model, every model has to have a portfolio, whether digital or print. I say have both personally, but if nothing else, digital, because it's easier to just pull up and showcase. And digital, if you don't have money to host um, your own web page, to have your portfolio digital like on its own link, it's cool. Instagram it up, but do it with purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like There's ways to put yourself out there for your portfolio. But those clients, in case your portfolio is still building, Showing that you have worked with certain clients or clients, period, that also shows that, hey, there are people out there that value my look, that hire me, that put my face associated with their brand. That's powerful. That's what shows what your worth is as a model. Now, I told you guys I was going to explain to you why it was important. Now, I want you to see how this is like, it can help you or it can hurt you, all right? (laughs) So if you have a portfolio and it's, you know, a little janky for lack of a better word you know you don't have the best editing you don't have the best angles in there it's not the best reflection of you you're not highlighting the best parts of yourself as a model yet and your clients are you know your friend with a t-shirt line that's just starting out too um uh maybe a photographer who's trying to offer his services so he's using you as a test model you know or maybe an art class decided to draw you for their art class um and i understand that like both of those things technically qualify as showing your worth. But if your portfolio is sending out, I'm new, I don't really know how to make sure every I own every photo, I don't know how to give you a money shot, that is going to send signals to certain clients that you need more work, okay? And when it comes to clients in general, if it's just, you know, your friend's t-shirt line and you get like three likes on Instagram and they sell one shirt after, you know, four months of being in business. I mean, that's a client nonetheless. Don't get me wrong. Get your practicing, put your 10,000 hours in, get it how you live. But that client does not warrant other clients to be like, man, that model can carry a campaign. That model can push inventory. That model can make our marketing strategy so much easier because they know what they're doing. Okay, so it's not just about having a portfolio and having clients. It's about making sure that both your portfolio and or your clients are showing you in the best light and making sure that you are perceived as somebody 
who is worth whatever you end up charging or whatever money they're offering. That is what you really want to do, okay? Because granted, not everybody starts off in an agency. Not everybody starts off in an ideal market. Not everybody starts off knowing what they're supposed to be doing. But as you grow in the industry, you need to make sure that your portfolio is getting better and better and better. And that what you're putting out from your portfolio or what you're showing clients or what you're submitting is showing that you are a good fit for whatever the opportunity is. Okay. And then when it comes to clients, clients beget clients. So make sure the clients that you get are going to beget clients that are just like that or better. There's nothing worse than getting with a client and it's just like, whoa, somebody sees you on their page. Now they think, oh, okay, she can work with me too. And their quality is not good. Their campaign, their offer to you is not going to help push you forward as a model. So you really need to make sure that you have your portfolio and your clientele working for you and your brand so that even if the shoot is free or the job is free that you're doing, the level of quality is exceptional. Okay. Exceptional. That's what we're going for. Exceptional right here. All right. So that's my little, you know, my little rant, you know, little, little, little two piece, little two cents at the end, you know, cause I want y'all to be exceptional. I'm real passionate about it. You can hear it in my voice. That's why you're in this podcast with me. Okay. But that's only point number one. Remember I said three, let's count it out. We got three. All right. We just did one. So we got two left. All right. Quick math. All right. So next up, if you want to show your worth as a model, publications. Publications are a phenomenal way to show your worth as a model. Uh, sorry. Ooh, as a model. Uh, gotta drink some water, y'all. Publications are a perfect way to show who you are as a model. Okay. It allows you to tap into creativity. It allows to show yourself in different, I won't say like makeups, but basically like uh, in different lights because you can do a publication that's based solely on like editorial. And even though you might be a swimwear model and do fitness, Maybe this publication might help you branch out into a new um, niche or get some new clientele because now it's like, oh my gosh, you can create those shapes and you can carry that face and you can not get swallowed up by the clothes. Wow, that's like impressive. That might be get a client who saw you in print and was just like, man, I would love to work with that model. Or you could pitch it to other agencies or pitch it to other clients and say, hey, I've been recently featured in this magazine or this magazine or that magazine, okay? Another thing is with publications, it's a way to physically have something with your face on it, okay? Publications, and you might not think people buy print, but hey, whenever you walk into a coffee shop, there's something for you to read. There's something for you to pick up physically and indulge in, okay? So everybody wants to be like, print is dead, but if you see somebody on the cover of Vogue, they're official. Just saying. So publications are a great way for you to show your worth as a model because if you can be selected by a magazine publication as worthy content, that says a lot about you as a model. All right. So just like before, I told you why the publication was important, but now we're going to get into how it can be a make or break. If the publications that you are a part of are not good quality, meaning any and everybody could possibly get in there, if they pay a fee or if they show a little skin, you want to be very careful about that, okay? I'm not saying that 
paying to be in a publication is bad. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that if you show skin in a publication, it's not worth it. No, but I do want you to got. I want you guys to understand that like not all publications are created equal. Okay, and what you put out is what you sometimes attract more often than not. So if you're in a publication where it's a lot about your body, not really about your skill as a model, if it's really all about your assets instead of really what you offer as a model, you might want to think twice because people who are looking at that aren't trying to hire you for some next level thing, okay? It might be paid, it might be, oh, a a good client, but if that's not going to align with your brand or where you're trying to go and it's going to be a quick um, one-off job, is it really worth it? Especially if it's in a niche that doesn't cater to you because where they saw you in print is what they think you're qualified to work as. So now you want it to just, you know, pop up in a, um, a magazine. Oh, we'll take these photos. We'll submit them. Oh, we have to pay $50 to be a part of the magazine. Okay, cool. So now when you get the magazine, you see all these people's work and some of it's exceptional and then some of it's really not. And then some of it's just like, why'd they pick that cover? And you start to realize that this magazine is not going to propel your career at all. It's not going to be something you want to mention. It's not going to be something that is going to end up in establishments where somebody might see you and be like, wow, I want to know more about that model or wow, her face, I'm going to remember it or his face, I'm going to remember it or their face, I'm going to remember it. It's, it's just at a loss, honestly. So whenever you go to get into the publication realm of modeling for, you know, proving your worth, just make sure the outlets are worth it. Okay. See who else they've published. Um, see how long they've been around. See the quality of the work that they've done so far. Look at their social media on all platforms. Check out some of the other models that have been featured to see if like those are models you want to be like or those are models that you know. You know, really dig deep into it before just putting your work into just any publication. Okay. Because you want to make sure that whatever you're doing is propelling you forward and leading you into excellence. All right. Whew. So that's number two. We're going to get into number three real quick and in a hurry. All right. And the reason I left this one for last is because, well, it's not mandatory. That's the main thing. It's not mandatory, but it really does in most cases. Show your worth as a model. And that is ding, 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 agency representation. Now, we're going to go through the same process. The reason agency representation is such a key factor is because agents have access to jobs, to opportunities that are not marketed to the public. They're jobs that you're not going to find unless you know somebody on the production set. And if you knew someone on the production set, it's probably because you got there either through really good freelancing work a referral or through an agency okay so agency representation yes it can open doors and it can definitely put you in different opportunities but more so than that being able to say your agency represented opens up a whole new tier for demanding payment you know because this is outside of how it's going to look on your you know resume and things like that this whole podcast episode is based on how to know if you should be getting paid as a model okay now agencies are businesses they're not going to select 
a model that they feel like they cannot promote and push to get paid. Okay. Because they make the commission off of what you make. Okay. So if they don't believe that you can be successfully booked, they're not going to add you onto their roster. And if they do, guess what? That's for one of two reasons. One, they either just need as many buys as possible so that when general things come around, they can submit everybody and pull in bigger clients because they can say, hey, I can staff this entire production because I have the bodies. Or it's because they might have had certain clientele that would have been interested in you, so they just want to have you just in case because they don't have anybody that looks like you or they don't have anybody um, that's available that looks like you. Because they might have, you know, two or three top girls or guys who have your look, but they're so booked that there are other jobs that are being left on the table because there's nobody to take those jobs. With the new normal in mind, we have a way for you to get model coaching from the comfort of your own home. Because you are a valued podcast listener, we want to give you access to Model Mastery, the membership program. Get detailed curriculum to help you build your modeling career. Check the show notes for a direct link to find out more and an exclusive discount. Either way you look at it, you will more than likely be sitting on a shelf because an agency selected you for those reasons, okay? Now, getting into agency representation is... A whole thing in and of itself, I might have a separate episode for it, but I will always have a course for it. So if you are interested in figuring out how to be agency represented, I do have that available as well. But that will also be linked in this podcast so you can check it out along with the other courses and resources that I have for models just like you. All right. So once you are agency represented and you always want to make sure that it's an agency that's going to work for you. But more so, an agency that's name is good in your market or in the industry overall, okay? Because even if, um, I know Wilhelmina has a lot of exclusive contracts, and I'm not telling anybody to sign with them to do this. I mean, this is just like a freelancer's word of opinion. And I'm agency represented as well, as I said in my intro, but I became a good agency model because I was a good freelance model, so... A trick that I picked up from a lot of models that have major agencies that are in different markets is that agency might have you exclusive in that particular market, but in other markets, you are free reign. So if you're represented in Miami, you might be able to go to Broward or to Tampa or to Orlando or to Atlanta and get some work while saying you're represented by the agency. So you might be able to get freelance work. Like, hey, guys, I'm going to be in Atlanta from this date to this date. I'm, if you have it in your Instagram bio or whatever, it should already say what agency you're represented and where. If you're traveling there, you know, people can say, oh, my gosh, I would love to book you. All right, great. Here's my rates. And because you have a major agency attached to you, you'll be able to request a lot more than somebody who might not have had, like, as strong a brand or any agency representation might ask for the same price but not get it because people are just like, oh, well, you're not even agency represented, da 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 You know what I'm saying? So agency representation just helps you open a lot more doors. It allows you to have a little bit more prestige and, of course, get a little bit more money on the back end, all right? But it can come with several restrictions, um, such as exclusivity, And sometimes you might just be sitting on a shelf. They might not be getting you any work. All right. So 
that's the downside to it. But if you get the right agent, you work with the right agency, you will probably never regret it, honestly. I mean, just the opportunities that you'll get, um, and those opportunities are going to be paid because an agent would very seldom send you an opportunity that's not going to let them get money as well. So having an agent will definitely let you know that you should be getting paid as a model because if they have added you into their fold to make money and they know that you can make money, then you should know you can make money. And that is your moment to definitely, definitely start making sure you're getting paid as a model because that is the cream on the, uh, the creme de la creme, the cream of the crop when it comes to showing your worth. If it's the right agency, don't get no little rinky dink. Oh, you have to pay us for your finder's fee and we need this much money for you to be under our agency. No, not those. Do your research, find agencies that are established in your area. Talk to some of their models if you must, but Get the agency representation that works for you and your look and your model um, and your market and what you want to be as a model, okay? Because if you have that agency behind you and with you, you will increasingly know your worth. You'll be very aware of your worth, okay, as a model. And that will lead you back to pursuing the paper, all right? Getting paid. That's what we're talking about here, man. So just a quick recap. Um, if you want to know, um, how, uh, well, not really how, if you want to definitely know without a shadow of a doubt, whether or not you should be getting paid as a model, you need to definitely look at showing your work as a model. Okay. You need to make sure your portfolio is trunk tight and you have some bomb clients and both of those things working together will showcase your talents and your excellence and why, you know, you should be saying, Hey, tap, tap, tap. Um, that's going to cost you. Okay, because if your portfolio is trunk tight and your clients are bomb, okay, when you look at either of those things, it will prove the point that you're not new to this, you're true to this, okay? So cut the check. (laughs) All right, when it comes to publications, which was um, the second way to show your worth as a model, publications, the right publications will definitely show that you can sell in print, okay? You can sell in print. If you can sell in print, you can sell in digital. You can probably do a little one-two in video. All right. It shows you as another marketable asset, which leads back to showing your worth and telling people to cut the check. All right. And last but not least, agency representation. Need we say more? Agencies are businesses that have temporary employees, the models, the talent. Okay that they hire out to job opportunities, to um, campaigns, to videos, to movies, et cetera, et cetera, for monies. So if you have an agency that's behind you that is showing you time and time again that you are worth money because they're pitching you to jobs that are paying money, then that should definitely help you solidify your worth as a model because if an agency can see the funds in you, you can show the funds in you to other people, all right, and charge them the funds to work with you, all right? And that's what it is, guys. Those That's the three ways. Those are the three benchmarks. We covered them all. Those will help you show your worth as a model. And more importantly, 
it'll let you know without a shadow of a doubt that you should be getting paid as a model. All right. So I have been your host for this lovely podcast episode. I'm Lola Shell, your internationally working multi-agency represented professional model and coach. I look forward to seeing you guys in my mind because it's a podcast. Ooh, I'm so used to video. It's crazy. I look forward to talking to you guys and you guys listening to me very, very soon. All right. If you can, and I know you can, because you can do anything you put your mind to, make sure to share this episode with a model that you absolutely adore. All right. And more importantly, make sure you leave a five-star review. All right. Especially if I touched your heart and your soul. And if I didn't, leave this five-star review and tell me in the review what I could do to touch your soul just a little bit better. Okay. What I could do what I can talk about, what I can offer, what I can put on the table and on this podcast to help you become a better model. All right. So I want to hear from you. I want to see your five star reviews. I want to see the shares of this amazing episode to models that you love. Maybe do two because every model knows more than one model. All right. And then, of course, I will be talking to you relatively soon. And that's all it is. All right, guys. I will talk to you guys again really, really soon. Bye, loves.